This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending May 28th of 2022, you'll hear about the Condo Comeback, a new wildfire risk assessment tool for your properties, and which states can save you the most money on taxes. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week, and a bit of good news about inflation. The Federal Reserve's preferred method for tracking inflation shows that price growth could be slowing down. The Personal Consumption Index, or PCE, rose only 0.2% in April. That brings the annual rate down from 6.6% in March to 6.3% in April. As reported by MarketWatch, it was the first time we've seen a pullback in a year and a half. The PCE is considered to be more accurate than the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, because it factors in additional criteria, such as consumers substituting expensive products for cheaper ones. The latest CPI shows an annual inflation rate of 8.3%. The Fed released the minutes of its last meeting, which show that most central bank officials are in favor of two more half-percent rate hikes. Some officials believe that inflation has already peaked, but the minutes show that Fed officials feel two more rate hikes are likely. The bank raised the federal funds rate by half of a percent, or 50 basis points, at the last meeting to a range of three-quarters to one percent. Some Wall Street analysts expect the Fed to go as high as 3% by the end of the year. Meanwhile, unemployment claims went down, which is a sign that the labor market is still strong. There were about 8,000 fewer new claims last week, for a total of 210,000. Most companies have positions they're trying to fill, and MarketWatch reports that only a smattering of companies have reduced their hiring plans or announced layoffs. The number of continuing claims rose slightly. There are about 1.3 million people collecting unemployment benefits. New home sales took a bit of a nosedive in April. They were down 16.6% to an annual rate of 591,000. It's the fourth month in a row that they've gone down, thanks to higher home prices and rising mortgage rates. The median price of a home is now the highest on record at $435,000. The average price is even higher at $570,000 which means that there are more homes selling for that higher price point. The slowdown in sales has boosted inventory. It's now at a 14-year high of 440000 Existing home sales are also down for a six-month in a row. The National Association of Realtors says that pending sales dropped to 3.9% in April, which is the slowest they've been in 10 years. Compared to a year ago, they were down 9.1%. NARS chief economist Lawrence Yun says higher interest rates have increased the cost of buying a home by more than 25%, and higher home prices have added another 15% on top of that. He's predicting that home price growth will slow down to about 5% by the end of the year, but that home prices are in no danger of a meaningful decline because of the severe housing shortage. Mortgage rate pain did ease up a little bit last week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage dropped 15 basis points to 5.1%. The 15-year was down 12 points to 4.3%. Lower rates are the result of the housing market slowdown. And in other news-making headlines, builders are responding to a new demand for condos. The National Association of Home Builders reports 11,000 starts for condominium units in the first quarter of this year. That's the highest level of condo construction since the third quarter of 2008. Redfin manager Chance Glover in Boston 
told Realtor.com, the condo market has bounced back. People are no longer afraid to live downtown close to crowds. She says rising prices are pushing single-family homes out of reach for a lot of buyers, so condos are affordable in comparison. And now, a new risk factor tool for wildfires. The foundation that developed a tool to determine a property's risk of flooding just introduced one for wildfires. The First Street Foundation said in a press release that more than 30 million properties across the U.S. have at least a 1% chance of wildfire over 30 years because of climate change. The foundation's new tool helps individual homeowners, buyers, and renters understand the wildfire risk for specific properties. Like you can with a flood risk tool, you can put your address into the tool and get details on the risk of wildfire. That includes a risk factor on a scale of 1 to 10, the extent of potential damage, and the impact of recent nearby wildfires. Do you own property in a high-tax or a low-tax state? There's a new state ranking from Credit Karma that compares income tax, sales tax, and property tax for all 50 states. When you combine the impact of all three, the five states with the lowest total tax rate are number one, Alaska, two, Wyoming, three, New Hampshire, then Nevada, and South Dakota. Florida is six on that list, and Texas is ninth. You can check out the full list of states with a breakdown on individual tax rates by following a link in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. You'll also find links to a wildfire risk assessment tool as well as the other topics in this episode. That's it for today. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.